Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. everyone welcome to the jt show super talk mississippi a start of a new week on this monday returning to the show the vacationing rhino morning rhino howdy howdy i trust you had a good one uh i would uh i wouldn't say it was great but it wasn't bad (laughs) that uh that hoarseness i had on wednesday of last week yeah Wound up turning into a full-blown head cold about 9 o'clock that night. Ooh. So I day-quilled and night-quilled my way through Thursday, and by Friday I was fine. So, yeah, I had an extra day. Well, you sound better. I can tell your voice Oh, yeah, I feel yeah. a lot better. Yeah, don't, don't sound to have that sort of congested. What about uh, lefty Phil Mickelson? Wow, that's incredible. 50 years old. Wednesday PGA. And uh, really played incredible. I mean, really did. So, oldest to ever win a major. What was really... By a few ast- years now. Yeah. Astonishing, of course, it was Nicholas that won, was it 86? Uh, he was 46, the Masters. But I want to say Julius Burroughs, or uh, I want to say he was 48. When he won, I don't remember when that was. Would have been a while ago when he was on the tour, but quite a feat by Lefty. He's an incredible player. Congratulations to him. But you saw the aftermath of the victory. A mayhem broke out there, and it was crazy. This was on the, of course, the seventy-second hole. Just masses of people. Storm the fairway, celebrating. But pro golfer Brooks Kepka, he wasn't too happy about it. Brooks has got a bum knee and was trying to protect it. Said he got a, he got lost in the mob along with his caddy before someone plucked him out of the pack to safety. And he said, you know, uh, I'm quoting Kepka. It would have been cool if I didn't have a knee injury and got dinged a few times in the knee in that crowd because no one really gave a <clears throat> starts with an S, ends with a T. Kepka said afterward, "Yeah, it's cool for Phil, but getting dinged a few times isn't exactly my idea of fun. I was trying to protect my knee, which of course is his livelihood as a pro golfer, but it was crazy. I will say." Also, Rory McIlroy didn't understand another pro golfer, of course, what all the fuss was about. He sensed expectations building for him as this week approached because he was coming off a win at the Wells Fargo two weeks ago, and he, too, won the PGA when it was last at Kiowa Island. That's where it was played this weekend. 
in 2012. The best part, in my view, was seeing all these people shoulder to shoulder, big crowds, packed in there, like it used to be, you know, in the good old days, like 2019, <laughs> long time ago, it seems. That was the best part of the whole deal. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I call a return to normal, not this new normal garbage. It, it didn't seem like it. You know, along those lines, I, I believe it's the NCAA, I caught a notification yesterday, has announced that they will not restrict crowds at postseason baseball and softball play. Full capacities. You see that? I think they said, nope, we're going to let you go for it. Just a year ago, that wasn't the case. Remember all that. So, wow, we've come a long way in a short period of time, relatively speaking. The NCAA's official statement was that they were deferring to local authorities. They no longer had an official stance or a rule on it, but if a local authority still has a rule on it, it's still in place. Okay. Makes sense. But yeah, the NCAA doesn't have a mask rule or an attendance rule anymore. Yes. Good, Good point. Makes sense. And then there is the great state of Oregon. Remember, uh, the little jingle I had you play covered Oregon. <laughs> the Obamacare jingle. We spent about a billion two on an Obamacare exchange that never was placed into production. But man, they had a cool little jingle, didn't they? Stay at home dads. Remember that? Anyhow, the great state of Oregon. They've got uh, newly enacted rules that require, see if I can find it, require businesses, places of worship, and workplaces to ask of any patrons, any anyone seeking entrance into these workplaces, to show that they have been vaccinated and If not, they are required to wear a mask. That's their mask mandate, if you will. So businesses have to check for the vaccination status of customers in order to allow them to go maskless in a business. They've lifted the mask mandate with that exception. So here's the question. How long is that going to last? Does that go on forever? What about the people who just say, I'm never going to get vaccinated? What about the person that's gotten both shots, left their vaccine card in their pocket, and washed it? (laughs) I mean, they've done everything that's been asked of them at that point. They've gotten the two shots for the vaccine. They've waited the two weeks. They, They should be good to go, but they don't have their little card. You know, and apparently... I don't know if in Oregon it will be uh, honor system or you if you've got to show some sort of empirical proof. I'm not sure. Have to look that up. But nonetheless, that is the rule. You know, Chris Cuomo over there at CNN. He interviewed Dr. Fauci last week, and he's calling for 
a national vaccine passport. National vaccine passport. And he's wanting it to be a requirement. He's wanting to require this nationwide, and he wants there to be a registry. A registry. Maintain not at the local level or the state level, at the federal government level. What do you think about that, folks? That, that just sounds awfully big brothery, doesn't it? I get uh, pretty nervous about that sort of information being maintained by the federal government. I think it's broad and gross overreach and it's clearly a concern. I actually ran a little poll on that on my, uh, on my Facebook site, Mississippi Politics. Here are the results of the poll. 193 people voted no to this concept of a government-issued vaccine passport. Eight people voted yes. Now, this is a site, by the way, where I do allow members and, and host members from across the political spectrum. So this is not the so-called echo chamber. Well, of course, but it's mostly conservatives, because I think that is true for the, the population distribution in our state from a political philosophy perspective. The eight that said, yes, I'm cool with the government having all that, of course, they're all Democrats and left-leaning. I don't think there's any surprise there. Uh, I also ran a poll. This is uh, maybe of interest. Last week, not sure if you caught this, Rhino, but talked about it uh, with, uh, with Will. The, this American Rescue Plan, a.k.a. infrastructure, the infrastructure boondoggle, one point, excuse me, $2.2 trillion dollars, where everything is infrastructure. Everything is infrastructure, baby. Well, child care is infrastructure. <laughs> you got it. One of the things that is incorporated, sort of buried in an obscure fashion in the legislation, is conferring power to the IRS. Much broader scope than they presently have. We got a break on us right now. I'm going to continue that and uh, talk once again about what that is, and also ran a poll on that concept, and we'll share how that ended up. Stay with us. The JT Show continues. It's Monday, folks. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 67. Your Tuesday, sunny conditions, high near 91. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle builds. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. Here's Uncle Cy. What's the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life? Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war. We run into a herd of oriental cockroaches and they all weighed about 30 pounds. We actually had a firefight with them for about two hours. They was trying to overrun us. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard Havard Pest Control Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing. My floors need unbuckling. My boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, on this Monday, last week of May. All right, continuing on with this IRS stuff. Uh, sorry about this, folks, if it's a, a repeat for you. We talked about it last week. But I think it's important to understand kind of the mind and, and the philosophy of the left. And, and so what they've included is a way to try to enhance revenues and tax receipts. They believe they're losing out on a bunch of money. First, they want to hire 100,000 IRS agents. 100,000! 
additional. Now, they believe they're losing significant dollars by, from those dirty, greedy, rich people that they think are avoiding taxes, maybe even evading the former not legal, excuse me, fully legal, the latter illegal. Tax avoidance, legal. Tax evasion, illegal. All right, so they think they need 100,000 brown shirts to go after those dirty, greedy, rich people. But if you think 100,000 are going to be tied up with just those sliver of people in this country that meet those criteria, think again. They'll be in everybody's face, I promise. They'll have lots of time on their hands, 100,000. But to aid them in their efforts to crack down on these folks not paying their fair share, they want to empower the IRS to have digital access to all of your financial activity in your financial accounts. Presently, a financial institution, a bank, wealth management firm, etc., they are responsible to provide end-of-year documentation, 1099 or 1099s, if you will, or end-of-year statements in the case of capital gains uh, realized <clears throat> during the year, that you carry, you can either do your own tax return, of course, but if you have someone prepared, a tax preparer, you bring that data. Well, they also send that information to the IRS, and so the deal is they match up your return with what the IRS has received with respect to those reports. All right, what they want the IRS to be able to do is dig much deeper than that so that they literally have access to all the inflows and outflows. That's the language, inflows and outflows, through these various accounts. And I can't tell from reading it that it would limit their access and prohibit their access, or I should say limit it to just your sort of commercial and wealth management bank accounts, but also extend and allow access to your digital accounts that are not associated with a, a financial institution, such as Venmo and PayPal and crypto, etc. And they would have access to all of that activity. So anything that looks even remotely suspicious would trigger action from one of these 100,000, even for the average person, not just these rich people. To me, that is a gross overreach of government. It is, it is a digital financial surveillance. And they're, they're still not offering to send you a bill, right? No. So we're still under the system of, hey, we know how much you made. You have to tell us how much you made. And if you get it wrong, you go to jail. If not, you owe us money. Right. So those 100,000 people couldn't possibly be used to, oh, I don't know, figure out what people actually need to pay and then just send them a bill and then they can send in their itemizations for deductions and call it a day. That would be way too hard. Right. It it does sort of... Uh, 
raise again the question, the specter of conversion to a consumption tax. As we've talked about here in Mississippi with tax reform and eliminating income taxes, which are brutally complicated. 30,000 pages of code. So anyhow, that's what they want to do is uh, dramatically enhance the power and uh, of the IRS. And all I can think about is... Without actually making it more efficient. Correct. i tell you something else. They estimate, they being proponents of this legislation, and just proponents of expanding the IRS, believe that there's some $700 billion to be gained over 10 years. Everything's always expressed in terms of 10 years of taxes by expanding the IRS and giving them more power. But a report, an analysis done by the bipartisan CBO a couple of years ago pegged that number at about $40 billion. It's only $660 billion difference. I think, I think they're very aggressive in their estimates of what sort of additional income this would produce by targeting various people and just really packing out the IRS. I mean, all I can think about is lowest Was that $40 learner. Billion over 10 years? Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Forty billion over ten. Four billion a year versus seventy billion a year. Uh, and they want to hire a hundred thousand folks. Correct. They do the math on that. They say that's what. Right. I know. I get it. I thought about that as well. Uh, but I was going to say all I can think. That's about. a wash at best. Exactly. And that's if you hired them at forty k. Exactly. All I can think about is Lois Lerner. You remember her, Lois Lerner. I don't remember. She wasn't the head of the IRS, but she was high-level person. Remember her testimony during the Obama era when it was pretty clear that the IRS was targeting conservative groups and not granting them nonprofit status, especially if they had any relationship or association with the Tea Party back in that era. And you remember her sm- just smug, sanctimonious. I could just see that face. Just absolutely lying, in my view. And then that other guy, that little um, short, wimpy guy. <laughs> I can't remember. I, normally, I don't talk about people like that. It's not my style. But I am in his case because he lied his butt off, and and he was, frankly telling untruths about the IRS, as in, oh, we don't have any backup. We don't back up our data at this gigantic agency. We can't help you with that. Remember, there was some question about all this email traffic that existed that that would have, uh, I think, would have proven and supported the, the plaintiff's problems there that they had. And he, oh, we don't have any backup. We Mysteriously, all that just... It just disappeared, and we don't have any backups. I mean, he was saying that on the stand to these goofy members of Congress who just were eating, the Democrats were eating that garbage hook, line, and sinker, and he was getting away with it. I have to preface this as I'm joking, so don't take this seriously, but hey, did you hear that, Russia? (laughs) The IRS doesn't have a backup. Uh, (laughs) 
William Why don't y'all Gr- ransomware somebody that actually helps somebody? William in Greenville says she was over the nonprofit. I, oh, thanks for the appreciate that, William. I knew she was not the head guy. I, I, um, that guy, I can see, I can see his face. I just can't remember his name. He was the director of the IRS, and she was like just below him, I think, right over the nonprofit stuff. Is my math how much a year for all those accountants? Yeah, that's what Rhino just did. Well, again, they believe it's seventy billion a year to be gained. But it's the uh, bipartisan CBO said, no, nah, it's about four. Which at $4 billion a year, if you hire 100000 right. you pay them all 40000 you have done nothing but move crap around. Right. And that's all it is. It's a shell game. And uh, on the ceasefire text line, the way to crush, it's quotes, the way to crush the bourgeoisie is to grind them between the millstones of taxation and inflation. That quote from Vladimir Lenin, they are coming for the middle class. There's no question, because there ain't enough money when you aggregate it from all these rich people. Wait, you mean not every single person can live like the Kardashians? (laughs) I've been lied to. (laughs) Unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to try to find a report I read this weekend, read a lot of stuff, that uh, says that most businesses now, the race of the ownership of most businesses in this country ain't what you think. Stay with us. we got more here on the JT Show. We'll be right back. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Hi, this is Anitra over at MacBee's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy our blue plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday we have beef tips or chicken breast. Wednesday we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms spring sauce. And every day, hamburger steak or chicken sweets. McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party, too. With a single handshake, John Ravenstein buys millions in diamonds. And that's the buying power it takes to be Mississippi's direct diamond importer. You see, we sell so many diamonds, the finest diamond cutters from around the world come to us. He's got the million-dollar handshake. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. That's why here at Juniker Jewelry, you'll shop from ten times the loose diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. Because finding just the right diamond at the right price, the perfect diamond for her is what Juniker Jewelry is all about. Best of all, we guarantee the lowest price in the state. We even have 12 months interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So when you're ready, 
We're ready at Mississippi's direct diamond importer. And I want to shake your hand. And make her the happiest girl in the world. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Kosciuszko sailor who was aboard the USS Oklahoma when it was attacked at Pearl Harbor will soon be laid to rest. The Defense POW MIA Accounting Agency said Navy musician Second Class Charlton H. Ferguson has been accounted for. Ferguson was among the 429 crewmen who lost their lives on December 7, 1941. His remains were identified through DNA. Ferguson will be buried on July 9th at the National. National Memorial Cemetery of the Pacific in Honolulu. And when it comes to the proposed elimination of the state income tax, former Representative Mark Baker says we need to keep in mind that a lot of the benchmarks set into law are based on payroll. Sales tax is tied to a lot of different things. For example, cities get diversions from sales tax. More to the point, we have given tax credits over the years based on inventory tax and other things like that that have impacts by way the sales tax goes, which way the income tax goes. I'm Andy Davis. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more.
Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. We are back. So before we went to break, I was uh, talking about this report just published in Forbes. So now white men are now the minority of business owners in the United States. 41% of the 30.5 million total owners of small businesses in America, 41%, are owned by white men. Six, uh, let's see, 11.6 million women-owned businesses. About 65% of that figure is white women-owned. So that's 11.6 of the 30 million are women. 12.5 of the 30 million total small businesses are white males. Uh, let's see. And another 6.5 million businesses are owned by men of color. So, I don't know, does that not sort of conflict with the left's narrative? That the deck is stacked and systemic racism and women and people of color, marginalized populations, just don't have a chance? Seems like it, doesn't it? So, because when you listen to them, you would just get the impression that that figure would be just... 85, 90% white males own all the businesses. That's not the case. So, by the way, this was this, this was a, a uh, an analysis, a survey done by researchers at Stanford. They used U.S. Census Bureau data as uh, one of their inputs, and and just surveys and local information. But this kind of conflicts with it. And saying ain't so. Just you can't have that. By the way, Latinx owned businesses have been growing at a rate of two to four times the rate of the overall population since fifteen, since two thousand fifteen. Hmm. Latino culture owning a business is a key part of their culture. They're very entrepreneurial. I think it's great, honestly. So there's a huge shift going on right now. That's fantastic. What that tells me is that there's plenty of opportunity, like we've said over and over here. But no, the government and all these dead gum smarter-than-you-are people say, no, equity is the goal. Got to have equity, equitable outcomes. That's the only way to dismantle structural racism. Speaking of which... Palm Beach County, this is in Florida, Palm Beach County School Board, they made, as every institution now has to, an equity statement. Can't be a fairness statement, an equality statement, oh no, equity. The school district of Palm Beach County is committed to dismantling racism and other systems of oppression and inequity. We will create equitable and inclusive schools that ensure students have what they need to be successful in school and life. So it goes on. I won't read the whole thing. The next paragraph says the school 
District of Palm Beach County is committed to dismantling structures rooted in white advantage and transforming our system by hearing and elevating underrepresented voices, sharing power, recognizing and eliminating bias, and redistributing resources to provide equitable outcomes. Equitable outcomes. Did we achieve an equitable outcome at the golf tournament yesterday? Are we going to start demanding equitable outcomes in sports endeavors? There are no winners and losers, we're just all equal? Are we saying that there's no value to competition, to achievement? Look, in, in society, in a capitalistic society, there are winners and losers. Specific, in specific endeavors, and specific competitive endeavors and events, but even the losers are way better off than they are, than everybody is in alternative models. Why don't they get that? This idea that we're, that a school district is saying, we're here to make sure everybody gets an equitable outcome. So are there either no grades or everybody gets the same grade? Is that how that works? How do you what do it that? Like. This is unbelievable. I, I see that kind of stuff. Gary in the Berg summed it up sort of nicely. He says, liberals likely didn't like the PGA with the big crowds and no masks. Also, no racial quota on who put, plays. You have to earn your way on the tour, just like you're, you earn your way into the NBA or NFL, based on an all-caps ability, not skin color. Capitalism at its best on display at the PGA. I agree. I, but why is it okay in that facet of society, but not okay in school? And well, there business. are still some that say it's not that way in that facet of society. You got tons of people up in arms saying Tim Tebow got a deal before Kaepernick oh, because true. the NFL is racist. Even Stephen A. Smith went nuts. I mean, I was di- normally I can deal with him. He's a pretty straight shooter, but I thought he was out of line there, totally out of line. By the way, you know, I've been talking about these gazillions of dollars they pay on these consultants to to draft these kinds of statements and all these materials that are. Uh, utilize all these words with long syllables, <laughs> as I call them. I, I was looking for a word to describe that. I came up with it. And it's one of those words. G- grandiloquent. <laughs> I hope I said it right. I may have to go play the little audio on the definition. I think it's... I'm not sure if I... If I uh, accented the proper syllables there in my pronunciation. Grandiloquent. Grandiloquent. I did it right! It's grandiloquent language. Read the definition there, Rhino. Pompous or extravagant in language, (laughs) style, or manner, especially in a way that intended to impress. We got it now, right here on the JT Show. We got a way to describe all this garbage. It's grandiloquent language. (laughs) That is so awesome. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Scott in Rankin County says he's talking about this overreach planned by the Biden administration to allow the IRS to have access to all of your financial life 
If this were to happen, what would stop the IRS from skimming off the top of our 401ks? Well, I mean, that it this doesn't technically provide them the electronic ability to transfer and, and process transactions on your account just to view it. Now, I, look, anything's possible, Scott, but that would obviously go way beyond this. But it disturbs me. I don't want the IRS to have access to my financial life. I don't trust them. Does anybody? Isn't that kind of the essence of the way our system is designed to work? We're to keep our government in check? I mean, what's next? Video surveillance inside your house? What's different? How's that different? That's what they want. I mean, if they got to check your bank account to make sure you don't have a second job you haven't told them about, why wouldn't they make sure you you don't have a flat screen or silverware or stuff like that? I agree. I agree. Start panning around. Oh, look at that. Right. An asset. Where'd that money come from? Sure. And the algorithms say, you obviously have more income, you owe more money. Yeah, there's no end. It's insane. It's just totally insane. Not to mention that you ain't talking about squat in the way of money. Especially when it's going to wash out for hiring 100,000 people to do it. Honestly, even $70 billion, if it were truly $70 billion, <clears throat> as they purport, $70 billion? We give $40 billion to foreign governments. How much fraud have we had over this year in unemployment benefits? All kinds of reports about massive fraud in the PPP program. Remember, r- remember our axiom here on the JT Show? Where there is big government money, there's big fraud. Every single time. And that's exactly what's happening. But no, we're going to go brown shirt taxpayers and turn them upside down and shake them down for money. It's insane. It's their programs that cause bigger problems than anything. It's like they haven't seen the Disney movie Robin Hood. Exactly. We're Nobody take... likes the tax collector. You got that right. That's a good one. We're going to come back with more in this hour, and then after the break, Sam Mims uh, represents District 97. He's going to call in and talk to us about the possibility of a special session. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents and Doug. And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is 
Things you climb. All right, Lemu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. This is the opening agri-market report. It's the open of the New York Cotton Exchange. July cotton was down 48 to 82.34. December cotton was down 45 to 82.77. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade. July soybeans were down a nickel to 1521 and a quarter per bushel. August soybeans were down 4 cents to 14.68 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was down six and a quarter to six fifty three and a half per bushel. September corn was down eleven cents to five sixty two and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was down one twelve to one nineteen eighty. October live cattle was down eighty to one twenty four twenty five. August feeders down two cents to one fifty three sixty seven. September feeders down seven cents to one fifty four eighty two. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up two hundred twenty one points, thirty four thousand four twenty nine. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Cotton isn't a crop, it's a calling. That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best in class post herbicides, each with a different mode of action, so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at cottonweedcontrol.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides. Made for this. Ingenia herbicide is a U.S. EPA restricted use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions. Compromise is nice if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales. But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's Revitech fungicide, fast-acting and long-lasting, preventative and curative, disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw, an old bargain bill, and take your full prize in yields with Revitech fungicide for uncompromised performance. Always read and follow label directions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's so awesome! You're hearing The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the jt shows super talk mississippi the outfield that from the all hit request line 
Morning, guys. Good to have Rhino back. Can't listen long this morning. On my way to Birmingham to get my new foot. Have a great day. That from Ed from Aberdeen. Uh, Ed, good luck to you, man. We're, uh, we'll be praying for you on that, and always appreciate you listening and, and weighing in. That is one aspect of the practice of medicine that is jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring, and fascinating all rolled up into one. I agree. The, the study and the practice and the usage and the rollout of newer and better and faster and stronger prosthetics is just mind-boggling. Doug, I totally agree. I mean, we we went from you consider the the greatest generation coming back from World War II and all of the the advances that had been made because of World War One and everything that happened with it in in plastic surgery and in in helping people regain mobility and and, and get part of their life back. And that generation had to deal with with hooks and and very crude, rudimentary prosthetics. And now you've got prosthetic legs that make you run like a gazelle they've got prosthetic arms that fire off from the muscles firing in your and can move like a hand and grip it's it's amazing truly incredible and a testament to the private sector to capitalism to innovation human innovation and technology i All mean when happens. you've got when you've got something that can be broken down and simplified to the point where you can print it on a 3d printer for those that can't afford the big, expensive, computerized, you, you can still you can get back a part of your life with a 3D printer that is available <laughs> at most public libraries now. Totally agree. So it's really cool. And you're going to cons- continue to see this convergence of machine, technology, and man. Uh, it, it's, and, it, and it will cause some degree... I think of challenges from a regulatory, legal, moral, ethical perspective. It's it's coming, and and we're going to have to deal with it. It's not like it's anything new, though. I mean, when when did the Bionic Man come out? That's right. That was. It's been a concept for a while now. Thirty years ago, <laughs> longer than that. We can make him faster, stronger, whatever it used to say. We have to. We got to start playing that on TV theme show Thursday. <laughs> Off topic, but went to country singer Cody Johnson's concert Saturday night in Hattiesburg. It was nice not to see a mask in sight. Take that, Fauci and Biden. Nearly sold out the arena. That on the ceasefire text line. So talking about this report we just uh, shared that uh, shows white males are not the predominant race and gender in terms of ownership of small businesses. They, they come in at about 41%. Since I'm white, does that mean the government will give me some free money to start a business now that white men are a minority in the business-owning department? I would not hold my breath on that, uh, listener, that on the ceasefire text line. CJ from Madison says, Stephen A. Smith used to be a straight shooter, then Disney bought ESPN, and he's a Disney puppet. Disney has had a way of ruining a lot of things that people enjoyed for a long time. I hate it because... I still I, haven't seen that last Star Wars movie. I haven't either. I I mean, look, Disney, I think, has produced enormous entertainment and, and the legacy of Walt. He wasn't like that, by the way. And I, it's just... Oh, I'm pretty sure he would have been canceled by now. Exactly. There's no question. 
So uh, Deshaun and Clinton says, Amen, Gerard. I'm so sick of liberal folks always po-mouthing, as my dad would always say about excuse makers. My husband and I are minority small business owners, and we always have always been blessed. Thank the good Lord. God bless you, Sean, and thank you for speaking up. Look, clear thinking, reasonable, rational people want everybody to succeed. And in my view, an environment of systemic racism suggests, no, we only want certain races and genders and marginalized populations to succeed. No, we all win when everybody succeeds. That, my friends, has got to be an ingrained conservative principle and philosophy, and I think it is. Unfortunately, what I see on the other side is the opposite of that. No, we want all of this group to have an advantage. We all lose when that happens. We're not better for it. Top of the hour, that means we got to take a little break here. We got some news coming your way. After that break, Sam Mims, he represents District 97 in the Mississippi House of Representatives, also the chairman of the Public Health and Human Services Committee. He'll be our guest. Stick around. You don't want to miss it. The JT Show continues. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Pam Puso. America's top diplomat heads to the Middle East today. Secretary of State Antony Blinken will work to prolong the peace between Israel and the Palestinians. Blinken is expected to meet with Israeli leaders to convey the U.S.'s ironclad commitment to their nation's security, continue efforts to rebuild ties with the Palestinian people, and ensure humanitarian aid reaches Gaza. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. One arrest has been made and more are expected following a mass shooting at a birthday party in New Jersey. New Jersey State Police say a 30-year-old man and a 25-year-old woman were shot to death, while at least a dozen others were hurt in the incident late Saturday night. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, authorities haven't released a motive, but they say the shooting was targeted. Multiple guns were recovered. America's listening to Fox News. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath and shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bath Fitter no drip roofing and construction online at nodripms.com whatever mother nature dishes out no drip roofing and construction can take care of it 601-371-1051 601-371-1051 601-371-1051 be sure and check out the newly remodeled basils in fondren where you get simple food done well and don't forget to drop by basils fountain view at the renaissance go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations that's basils 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Former GOP Chair Lucian Smith told Super Talk that while medical marijuana may be worthy of a special session, the initiative process is another story. And I think you'd be better served waiting to a regular session to do that, in part because unless the legislature, through a separate act, calls a special election statewide for this sole purpose, this won't be fixed until the congressional elections in 22. Numerous programs designed to assist elderly Mississippians are available through the Division of Aging and Adult Services. Director Kenyatta Blake Washington told us they received $6 million in CARES Act funding for services. So our case management program, our information and referral program, our respite program to buy the, provide those caregivers with that respite relief. That's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the many services available. For more details, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. In January, 8% of restaurants said finding workers was their primary concern. Data from the National Restaurant Association shows that number has exponentially grown since then, as explained by Senator Roger Wicker. That number doubled in February, it doubled again in March, and then again in April. According to the latest survey, 57% of restaurant operators now say that finding and keeping employees is their biggest problem. He's attributing the issue to expanded unemployment benefits. A Mississippi company is outfitting the U.S. Ryder Cup team. Blue Delta Jean Company in Oxford is an official team sponsor, and their jeans will be worn by the team in September during competition week at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. Every two years, 24 of the best players from Europe and the U.S. compete in the Ryder Cup. Since it began in 1927, the U.S. has 26 wins to Europe's 14. I'm Kelly Bennett. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat. So if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. 
folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. everyone the jt show super talk mississippi gerard and rhino in the studio on this monday guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music joining us now on the line representative sam mims he represents mississippi house district 97 he's the chairman of the public health and human services committee good morning sam good morning how are you I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much uh, for for calling in. As you know, uh, I guess the buzz and the the subject matter of the last couple of weeks, uh, certainly within the the, uh, state political circles, is what the fate of this medical marijuana program uh, seems to be. And also, of course, uh, what appears to be our broken ballot initiative process. How do you see that playing out? Do you think the governor's going to call a special session? What's the latest? Well, it's obviously been a busy few weeks, but but first let me just, uh, and you may know this already, just report to your listeners, though, that uh, we've had a very uh, productive legislative session, uh, as you may know this already, but we finished the session with our budget around $6 billion. We've got about $520 million in the rainy day account, and our revenues with two months left are $800 million above uh, the estimate. And so wow, our, our, our unemployment numbers continue to go in the right direction. And so our economy is doing very well in Mississippi. And so I think, uh, of course, we're going to discuss the, the others that you mentioned, but just from a, from a policy standpoint, we had a very good session and, and our, um, and our economy is on the right, on the right track here in Mississippi. So proud of what we did in the session, uh, under the leadership on both sides of the, of, of the Senate and the House. So I'm very proud of that session. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, and, and uh, everywhere I go, I mean, it's anecdotal here in central Mississippi, the stores are packed, the restaurants are packed, all my friends that are in business all report brisk business, so I think that I think that bodes well. Uh, lots of activity out there, and I agree with you, Sam. We, I think we're on the right track, and I think uh, a lot of the policy enacted, uh, certainly over the last two or three years, is, is really coming to fruition and, and paying benefits for us. All right, so we got this. No doubt about that. Yes, sir. We got these controversial issues, and uh, as you probably know, I had Representative Trey Lamar on the show last week. I've had several lawyers. This has kind of been the topic du jour. What's your thoughts about where we are right now? Well, of course, I'm a non-attorney, so you get that perspective. But, uh, <laughs> that's but even think, better. Uh, that's even better. <laughs> but I think uh, we we get we get rulings from the U.S. Supreme Court all the time, and there's some that we agree with, and some we don't. Yeah. Same with the Mississippi Supreme Court. They issue rulings. Some we agree with, some we don't. Uh, but they issue this ruling, and so many people can have different opinions, but we have to deal with it. Yeah. And so I, I think the people spoke. Uh, we can we can differ on what that percent was. But anyway, the people spoke in, uh, uh, concerning uh, a medical marijuana program in Mississippi. And so I think we will, we will uh, 
deal with that at the right time. And so what you don't want to do is, is call a special session when there's not a, a, a complete picture, when everybody are on the same page. And so there are issues that, that we've got to work out. And so I know the Senate, uh, I'm sure, is, is working on that and, and talking, getting a plan. And, and we in the House are doing that as well. And so we will each uh, have a, a plan, and then we will come together and, and try to work things out. But what you don't want to do is very unproductive to go to the Capitol and sit there and try to figure out a plan. And we yeah. want to have a plan in place. And so we have a record for the past 10 years in the House of doing that. And so if we if we are called for special session, we anticipate having a plan uh, under the leadership of, of Philip Dunn and Jason White on the House side of being ready to have a, a deal and not uh, stay up there days on end trying to work that out. So I, I think that will happen at some point. Yeah, and we appreciate that. As you can well imagine, I think it's fair to say the taxpayers don't want you guys up there no. for days on end either. So, And it's just not productive. Yeah. That's, not the, that's not our record for the past 10 years, and so I don't anticipate us going up there without a plan, without uh, uh, a, 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 a complete plan of what we do in the House and the Senate. Yeah. Well, let's hope that's so. So have you guys, uh, have you heard anything whatsoever from the governor's office? Have you had any contact personally? Has the speaker had any and passed that on uh, to the members there in the House? It well, just I doesn't seem I, to be anything coming out of the governor's mansion. Well, I, I, can't, I can't speak for others, but uh, I know on the House side we've been meeting and discussing. I, I'm meeting with agency heads, and, and so this is something that we, we can work out, but it, it's uh, – it, it's not easy. It's, yeah. It is complicated. There are other agencies that have to be involved. Uh, you've got to work out the differences between maybe what the Senate is looking at and what the House wants. So I, I do believe it will work out because I'm, I'm confident in, in the leadership in the Senate and I'm confident in the leadership in the House that we will get it done. But you just got to work through those differences. And there are some big differences. And, and again, um, I, I fully predict we will get it worked out. Yeah, well, let's hope so. Where do you stand, Representative Mims, with respect to a medical marijuana program in the state and what that should look like? Well, the people spoke, and it's clear, and I think reasonable people can can agree that there are examples out there that it would make sense for a physician to prescribe some type of uh, treatment. Uh, obviously, I made this example earlier in the year. If you have a, a child who has um, many, many seizures a day, and this type of treatment helps them have far fewer or even or less, and you would be supportive of that. And, and the same thing if somebody had an elderly grandparent and, and they were in much pain and this treatment would cause that pain to go away, reasonable people would support some type of program. So I, I do think we'll have something like that. And, again, there are some, some questions on some zoning issues and, and things like that that we'll work through that. Um, but I, I think we're heading in the right direction and, and being very thoughtful on how we go about this. Yeah. All right. Well, appreciate that. I don't know if you've seen the uh, the plan recently enacted in Alabama, our, our neighbor just to the east there, but it, it, it seems to be somewhat consistent with, with what you're saying. I actually sent this to, uh, just to, to make her aware, my rep, uh, Representative right. Jill Ford, uh, just to have in her hands is is right. uh, something to refer to, but it, it's a it's kind of an interesting program. It it uh, the one thing that stuck out with me is that I believe it limits the number of dispensaries in the state to a total of twenty seven, and right. and it, and then there's some also some restrictions on a single ownership group how many of those they could they can actually own of the dispensaries. Uh, so it's interesting. All licensed, yeah, uh, allows, I'm looking at it now, 27. 
I do think those are some legitimate questions that reasonable people can can discuss. Yeah. How many how many licenses are there? Some zoning issues. Do you treat this industry different than you treat liquor stores? And yeah. so those are some reasonable questions that we will we will work out. And so again, I think the people are adamant um, at the ballot box, and so we. we we understand that, and I think we will uh, go forward and, and make a good product. Yeah. All right. Well, what about the uh, our ballot initiative process? It it would seem, based on the Supreme Court's ruling, we really don't have one that, that it would be considered legal. Well, obviously, and your, your listeners know this, I'm sure, but this was created back in '92, and and uh, with five districts, and now we have four congressional districts. And an AG opinion over the years said we could continue with it, and so there was really no. No urgency in, in the legislature, at least for the last uh, the 10 years, uh, when the Republicans gained the majority in the House. And even before that, when the Democrats were in the majority, I don't believe there was an, an urgency to change it. Um, and I know some bills have been introduced, but it just wasn't something we spent lots of time and energy on, basically because we had an AG opinion. So we will deal with it. The people have a right to, to voice their opinion. And so I do think we will fix it again um, does it need to be in a special session or, or sometime next year? It just—it's a matter of when we have that election. Do we want to have a special election this fall, which is which is a challenge for circuit clerks and, and, and the courthouses, and you have a lower turnout? Or do you wait to next next November, which is 2022? Yeah. If that's the case, there's there's no need for a special election. So that has to be worked out. But we're going to fix it because we believe that people have a right to voice their opinion. Okay. Well, appreciate that. And then tax reform. The Speaker of the House has indicated that's his number one priority. Uh, have had him on the program and, and seen him speak in person, uh, indicating that. I had Representative Lamar on last week, and and he really made it clear he thinks it's a high priority as well. Where, where do you stand, Sam? Absolutely, I've been in favor of cutting taxes, and and uh, we, if you remember, over the years we've cut we've cut inventory taxes, we've yep. cut. Um, the corporate taxes, and so we've made that a priority in, in the Mississippi House under the leadership of, of, of Philip Gunn and Jason White, and so that will continue. And so I think you've got to look at our the southern states around us and see what type of income tax they have, and, and, and some many of them do not. And right. so I, I do believe we will continue with that, trying to reduce our income tax. And so uh, I know the Senate has, has had adherence or studying the issue. So. Again, I do think we will get together, uh, the leadership in the Senate and the House, and, and we'll get a good product that, we, that everybody can uh, support. Got you. Representative Mims, thanks so much for taking time out to join us today. Really appreciate it, sir, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you. Representative Sam Mims uh, from Mississippi House District 97. By the way, that's Adams, Amit, Franklin, and Pike Counties. He's the chairman of the Public Health and Human Services Committee. Really appreciate him. Joining the conversation here on the JT Show. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Don't forget, Mississippi Outdoors Radio at noon. This is Destin Smith with Total Transportation. Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Are you tired of not knowing where you'll be next? Come join the family at Total Transportation and let us show you how trucking is really done. With our unlimited freight and no pay cap, you're always set up for success. We are a family. Our door is always open. Call your Total Transportation recruiter today at 1-888-963-9663. 
888-888-9774 or visit drivefortotal.com and let us show you the way where our dreams are to help you achieve yours. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs, from decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton, 144 Market Street between Mia Bella's and the Great American Cookies. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Hi, this is Anitra over at McBee's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy our blue plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday we have beef tips or chicken breast. Wednesday we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms for sauce. And every day, hamburger steak or chicken sweets. McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party, too. General here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi on this Monday. The question always comes up, Rhino, this on the ceasefire text line on the, from the 228 zone. If this is truly medical marijuana, why isn't it treated like any other treatment and handled through pharmacists and established pharmacies? And it, It's because the federal government still right. has everything and anything related to marijuana and all of its derivatives, I guess would be the correct term. Yeah. Pretty much anything associated with it is considered a controlled substance schedule one which is in the same vein as heroin as uh pretty much any other illicit drug except 
I want to say cocaine. I think cocaine C2 because it's used localized mm. for like ear, nose, and throat surgery. It can stop the muscles. <clears throat> it may still be controlled schedule one, but schedule one just means that the the medical profession in America has determined it has a high risk for addiction and a low or no medical use especially in relation to that addictive property yeah so the same is true for the pharmacy yeah because it's schedule one pharmacies can't sell it that's right and uh also it's not approved by the food and drug administration and then there's the issue of of um how to handle the, the transactions that's that gets complicated as well and it's my understanding correct me if i'm wrong here that physicians can recommend as treatment, but can't prescribe. Right, because a prescription for a controlled substance has to include the doctor's DEA number, which is assigned to them by the feds, <clears throat> and uh, it's illegal to write a prescription for an, any other illicit substance. Like, a doctor couldn't go out and say, you know what, I think you need heroin, here, yeah. and then put his DEA number on it and say, just go find you some. He can't do that. And essentially, marijuana fits into that same category. Yeah, but according to federal law. Right. Right. So that's the I'm challenge. I'm not equating there. heroin and marijuana at all yeah, yes, as far as substances. Yes. I'm just saying federal law treats them the same. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, Paula Meridian says the Alabama plan leaves out edibles and, and plant not good at all. Uh, that is true. There are some limitations on the form that uh, the products can be in. Tablets, capsules, tinctures. What's that? I believe a tincture is a solution based in alcohol. Okay. Or gel cubes for oral use. They could be gels, oils, or creams for topical use. They could be suppositories, transdermal patches, nebulizers, or liquids or oils for use in an inhaler. Raw plant material products that could be smoked or vaped or food products such as cookies or candies would not be allowed. That's in the Alabama law. So anyhow, so Paul pointed that out. Appreciate that. He also said, by the way, yes, we want all races to prosper. Going back to that, absolutely, of course we do. Um, there's another question here on the ceasefire text line. I wanted to get to from the two two eight. I was curious if you guys have heard anything about when all these giant corporations finally stop requiring employees to wear masks. It is my understanding that all those giant corporations. If they are in the retail business, at least, those are the ones you hear about the most, because we all are are more concerned as consumers with them, that they have applied the same standards uh, to their uh, employees. Walmart, Costco, Kroger, Walgreens, CVS, Home Depot, Target, those are giant retailers in this country. They are now allowing fully vaccinated customers to shop mask-free, and in my visiting those, those stores, their employees appear to be I know I know Costco and Walmart is their employees are under those same guidelines essentially honor system if you've been vaccinated no mask the National Retail Federation reports that uh, the 10 largest retailers in the US and most of the top 40 is ranked by the National Retail Foundation as we said based on sales implemented mass date mandates in the spring and summer of 2020 but the vast majority of them have lifted those restrictions. So that's 
That's where we are on that. Carolyn Starkville says, communism wants government to win. Well, they're kind of one in the same. I agree with you, though. Kirby says, Mandalorian was the best just tuned in. I, yeah, Rhino explained that to me, Kirby. I've never heard of it. Yeah, before. we were just talking about Disney ruining stuff that people previously liked, like ah. Stephen A. Smith's opinions and the Star Wars movies. But it, they're right. Mandalorian is pretty good. It was a, a streaming... I still call them TV shows, but most of them are introduced on streaming services now. Yeah. I guess you still watch them on your TV if you if you do that, or on your phone, or whatever. Yep. But yeah, Mandalorian was good. And one of the reasons Mandalorian was good is because they used a lot of physical special effects, like real special effects, just like the old Star Wars movies did. Yeah. Interesting. Stuff just... I mean, you can make it look as realistic as possible on a green screen, and there's still just something lacking. That Yeah. I get it. It's uh, pretty neat technology, though. I'm a oh, white yeah. male, and I'm triggered talking about the, uh, the the new report that indicates white males are not the dominant race and gender with respect to small business ownership. You know, I was thinking about this mask deal. I, I'm going to go back to that. Last week, I can't remember right off if it was when you were on or Will, but I reported that there was a distinction in the commercials, the television commercials, from Ace Hardware and Tractor Supply. That the Ace Hardware commercials featured workers and consumers, patrons, maskless, in the stores, shopping. Tractor Supply, however, except for the scenes where they're like promoting barbecue pits and they're showing folks outside enjoying a barbecue. Scenes around the store, including in front of the store in the, in the final scene, is a worker loading up a bag of something, fertilizers, dirt or something, into the back of a pickup truck and the buyer sitting at the driver's, in the driver's seat turns around to wave, as in to say, thank you. They both got masks on, they're 20 feet apart, and they're outside. All right, I kid you not, I saw the same commercial again last night. Exact same commercial, same people, no masks. They heard me. <laughs> they took management at Tractor Supply, tuned into the JT show. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm pretty sure... All of those advertising firms and marketing agencies, or, or switch those, whatever, whichever they prefer to be called now, had this mad dash to try to implement masks and social distancing and everything, or they had to put disclaimers on their ads or TV shows or all kind of stuff. Oh. But <laughs> you had that mad dash, and then you had the, the vaccines roll out, and people stopped wearing masks, so now they're sitting there going, well... I'm glad we filmed that one without the mask so we can do that and not look silly. Oh, my God. <laughs> look, I'm convinced there's some people, they're never going away. I talked about that last week. It's, it's become a style accessory. It's, I'm serious. It's, it's oh, nuts. Oh, I believe you. It's nuts. All right, so. I mean, it, these are probably some of the same people that thought it was cute to walk around with a dog in a bag. but. <laughs> When, when you follow style that religiously, you tend to wash your brain cells out in the shower every morning. Yeah. <laughs> can, uh, by the way, can you cue the breaking news music for just a second there? 
<laughs> the siren. <laughs> Big announcement, folks. Battle station. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. There we go. <laughs> I'm Tom Boca. <laughs> All right, my church. My church. Uh, we've been going to church now in person since last June or so, but we've been all sorts of protocols. I go to a round, the sanctuary's round, Catholic church, and and section off into little sections around the altar. And we've been wearing masks. That's a requirement. And there's hand sanitizer at the entrance. And we're, we have little every other pew, and there's boards in the pews we use to separate people. And we have not been approaching the altar for communion. Rather, the priest or celebrant or uh, the deacons have been traversing the church in the empty rows. All right, yesterday I walked in, had my mask on, and the usher said, nope, you can lose that, don't have to wear it. I went to my normal seat that I do, and a good friend of mine, who I think listens to the program, he, he has to come tell me, I'm sorry, Gerard, you've got to move to another section. This one is reserved for those who want to continue to be distanced and wear their mask. And I had to move. And only two people stayed in that whole section. That was a big sticking point when when the churches started reopening with the social distancing because you got some people that have been in that same spot on that same pew for decades. You got it. Because, oh, I was all discombobulated for having to move a section over. But look, I'm happy to accommodate. God bless them. I will say, 95% of the people in the church did not have masks on. Those that did, yeah, sparsely spread, but two in that section didn't. Or did, I should say. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more talk. Don't forget, Mississippi Outdoors Radio will be in the studio at noon. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 67. Your Tuesday, sunny conditions, high near 91. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Here's Uncle Cy. What's your favorite kind of bug? Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it will stick you. 
Okay, and hold you there, and here comes the giant spider. What do you think about that? Scary, ain't it? If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years, Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Former GOP Chair Lucian Smith told Super Talk that while medical marijuana may be worthy of a special session, the initiative process is another story. And I think you'd be better served waiting to a regular session to do that, in part because unless the legislature, through a separate act, calls a special election statewide for this sole purpose, this won't be fixed until the congressional elections in 22. Numerous programs designed to assist elderly Mississippians are available through the Division of Aging and Adult Services. Director Kenyatta Blake Washington told us they received $6 million in CARES Act funding for services. So our case management program, our information and referral program, our respite program to provide those caregivers with that respite relief. That's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the many services available. For more details, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Thousands of Bulldog fans have subscribed to the Thunder and Lightning podcast. Have you? On each episode, Brian Haydad and Joel Coleman give you an inside look at your Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Thunder and Lightning podcast is free and available on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Thunder and Lightning on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thunder and Lightning from Supertalk Mississippi, covering the Bulldogs like no one else. You can text the JT Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. My home church still closed, Mount Charity in Ridgeland, but I've been watching Pine Lake a lot lately, so they are my new church. The pastor is in his 80s. I kind of get why they are still closed in Ridgeland, but I've moved on, loving Chip at Pine Lake. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's time to open it up. Uh, Really not sure why we haven't yet. Sermon doesn't sound the same from a different spot, that from Derek in Greenwood. Yeah, uh, like I said, I was a little discombobulated, but we got through it. No problem. Appreciate the, that, though. But I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, let's see. Yes, you can say he got an award for being racist. Oh, it's, here we go. This is from Keith and J.S. Let me start over. Heard you talking about math being racist last week. Yeah, in California. They have deemed it so. And a couple other states, too. Just had to laugh inside this morning when my son got highest average in math. Guess you could say he got an award for being racist. That is so dumb. Yeah, we agree that the the concept of uh, math being racist is beyond dumb, uh, in my view. But it all sort of dovetails in with the concept that seeking precision and perfection and the correct answer and supporting that those were all of the reasons given not that it's racist I guess but the well they didn't describe it as racist they described it as white supremacist and ingrained in so-called white culture I don't really know why they say that it sounds ludicrous to me I would like be interested in hearing from some black folks and to find out that if they think that obtaining the correct answer in a in a math exercise is somehow offends them and if they feel like that is rooted in racism i would i'd like to hear that it sounds weird to me just does you know, I got to say this too with respect to Keith and JS reporting and by the way, congratulations uh, Keith to your son uh, obtaining, achieving the highest average in math. That's fantastic. In social media this time of year, it's always great to see parents, grandparents, family members, etc. expose and, and laud, praise those in their families who have uh, students who have done really, really well in the classroom, receiving all sorts of awards like this highest math. I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. I think that is consistent with Americana. It is, it is the basis upon which our country is built. That effort and leveraging one's God-given skills and talents to be your best, to produce the best at whatever that is and being recognized for it, I think it's fundamental to peace and prosperity. And what bothers me about the left is that they want to tear all that down. Well, got to have equity. Just like this statement I read from the Palm Beach School District. Now, how insane is that? that but you just feel like that well, you know, there's some schools, I, I can't name any off the top of my head, but I've read the reports that have eliminated valedictorian and salutatory. They just don't do it anymore. For feeling that it might offend people that didn't win. 
You're setting people up for failure when you do that. There is no better motivator, in my view, than to see others achieve success. The sort of success, there's a difference between being envious and resentful of that. But when you see that and you say, you know what, I want to do that as, as inspiration, as motivation, that's fantastic. You, you see that kind of achievement and you say, I want to get to that level. I want to do that. I never forget when I first got out of school and I was working for uh, the big one of the big eight firms, talked about that before, and one of my friends at the same age, and of course, you made squat, peanuts. You didn't do it for that. You did it for the exposure, the experience, the, uh, the springboard effect, the resume, not for money because you didn't get paid diddly. But I remember him, and we were in New Orleans, and, and he, uh, he and I were riding around, and he wanted to show me a couple of the partners, folks at the high end of the organization, their homes, and I was just blown away. They made a whole lot of money and because they worked their way up for that. They were deserving of it. And I just was thinking, you know, I want to get there one day. What's wrong with that? And so I put my mind to it, and you know, took seize the opportunities to do so. Now, that's not for everybody. That's fine. But that's what motivated me. But when we get to this point where there are no winners and losers, we're just all losers, because that's what equity really does produce. We're all losers. All you got to do is look at other societies that have eliminated the concept of winning and losing. They're all losers. They know it. They'd give anything to be in a society. Why do you think they're crossing over the borders? So they can experience that opportunity. That's what they want. It's, it's like the 60% of these small business owners that are not white males. If there were no opportunity, and if all these obstacles existed to prevent them from succeeding, then they would not have succeeded. It's incredible. And, and the reality is, there are so many routes to producing value and being rewarded for it, much more than there used to be. It's a much limited scope. Just look at how many millionaire people, millionaire kids you have that are younger than 13, but they have bank accounts with commas in the balance because of something like YouTube. Leverage those tools. And I've said it before, the biggest reason we have so-called income inequality in this country, it's got nothing to do with racism. It's got nothing to do with how there's obstacles and impediments and rigging of the system. The biggest reason we have income inequality is because there are certain people who will leverage every tool at their disposable to progress, to achieve success. And as long as we keep inventing more tools, they will leverage those tools. And that's exactly what's happening. And there's some in society that just don't leverage the tools. Now, that doesn't make them a bad person. I'm just making the statement that, hey, those tools are available to you as well. But you look at those who truly achieve enormous success, it's because they leveraged all those tools. And you know what we keep doing? Inventing more tools. And as long as we keep inventing more tools, 
there are going to be people that will leverage them to produce value for society, and they will be enriched because of it. There's only one thing that can get in the way of that, the stupid government. I'm telling you. That's the biggest obstacle we all have. But I thought President Obama said math was invented by Muslims on the ceasefire text line. I kind of do remember something to that effect. Because remember, he was wanting to, I don't know, increase the presence of Muslims in NASA. Remember? Do you remember that? Within a, yeah, it was within a year or so after he got elected. He, he wanted like a, an affirmative action, if you will, for Muslims. I don't know if it's Muslim Americans or Muslims from from Muslim foreign countries? I don't know. Kids Somewhere in academia there are two historians battling it out over who invented zero. <laughs> Was it Islam? Was it the Aztecs? We'll never know. That's right. On the ceasefire text line, kids need to know you can work your hardest and still come in second. Yeah, that's a good point. Again, I, I'll say you it again. You can work your hardest and still come in dead last. Dead last. It ain't about hard work. It's about value. And if you work really, really hard at something and you don't succeed at it, your choice is either pick yourself up by the bootstraps and keep going at it, or maybe you just you made the mistake of selecting the wrong endeavor, I think and, a, and God's going to guide you to the right one. A lot of people fall into the misconception that hard work is the only aspect of success. Totally right. Hard work is an important aspect to success. Such, a, I mean, you also have to add in raw talent. You have to add in flexibility and adaptability and teachability. You have, you have all these other factors, and hard work can benefit most of those factors, but it's not the only factor. That's exactly right. Amanda from Pike County wanted to know if the uh, report gave a statement on middle-aged white women. It did not. It did not discuss age whatsoever, uh, Amanda, really just race and gender. That was it. That's an interesting question. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, here we go. Got a break right here. We'll come back with a little more talk, and then after the news, we got Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us. The JT Show continues. suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business. Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today. 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Green. <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. 
Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The USDA on Friday announced it will start paying off up to $4 billion in debt from minority farmers with notices going out to farmers about their payment relief. USDA officials started the process of debt relief for just under 16,000 borrowers by sending them notices that USDA will be making payments on Farm Service Agency direct loans. Direct loans account for about 85% of all loans USDA will be paying off. There also are guaranteed loans with private lenders that will be paid off later this summer, as well as loans that have been previously referred to the Department of Treasury for debt collection, according to the USDA. To tout the loan payoff for minority farmers, U.S. Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack will travel to Georgia on Saturday. I'm Dixie Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. There's not a lot that's free in life. I mean, it costs to bring you into this world and when you leave it and everything in between. Well, there is something free and valuable to your well-being, and that's for you to call 811 before you dig, pull stumps, erect a mailbox, dig a post, or start a garden. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino. Great news, everybody. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
champion of the world. The great Bob Dylan turns 80 today. That's my favorite Dylan tune. That would be Hurricane, in which Dylan very craftily wrote, uh, excuse me, wrote, composed, I should say, since his music lyrics. And, and that's the story of Reuben Hurricane Carter. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that story. He was framed in a triple murder in New Jersey. Um, was a prize fighter, black guy. Uh, died at age 76 in 2014, but wow, it was incredibly corrupt in New Jersey. Wait, I thought those uh, in that part of the country, that, that didn't exist up there. I thought that only existed in the South. They made a movie about that story, starring Denzel Washington. Well, I was going to tell you is, uh, I know I've shared a little bit on the air my experience with the New Jersey Department of Corrections. I spent 31 months traveling, commuting every week from here in Mississippi up to beautiful downtown Trenton, New Jersey, uh, overseeing a gigantic Y2K remediation project, 1998 to 2001, for the New Jersey Department of Corrections, a project which we won. That's stories for another day. But I have visited where Reuben was incarcerated there, Trenton State Prison. It's featured in the movie. And Danzel Washington plays the great Reuben Carter. And the movie was released when I was in the midst of that project. And so I, I want to say over Christmas, and my wife and I went to see it at the movie theater, and like a foolish kid, I'm sitting there in the theater, and there the camera pans across the New Jersey um, Department of Corrections Trenton State Prison. <laughs> I've been there. That's what I said, and people were like, oh my God, this guy's a weirdo, but it was true. <laughs> I've been in the bowels of all 16 correctional institutions, as they call them. We don't call them prisons. That's not politically correct. And we don't call them prisoners. We call them offenders. So that was 1998 to 2001. Anyhow, wanted to feature that song, Bob Dylan, 80 years old today. How about that? So you can't just say, you just can't say racism had nothing to do with inequality in this country. Sorry. Nate on the 662 ceasefire. Here's what I would say. 60 years ago, maybe. Today, zero. Racism is not only not holding anyone back. Minorities in this country have a huge advantage. I'm telling you, you want to borrow money. You want to be a vendor? Every major company in this country gives preferential treatment to minority-owned businesses. The government does. I have personally lost business worth tens upon tens of millions of dollars because of my race. And that's been going on 25 years. That ain't nothing new. Now, I'm not whining about it. I am, however, suggesting that this idea that today a person of color, a minority, doesn't have the same opportunity to, to succeed and excel in this country, I take exception with that. I would argue it's just the opposite. And not, not only do you get preferential treatment as a seller of whatever your commodity is, 
to private and public sector companies, institutions, you can sell it at a premium. I have lost lots of business to minority-owned companies that, that sold the solution, which they, by the way, didn't provide. They subcontracted with somebody that did. At a premium. And you know who paid? The taxpayers. You're paying for it every single day across the spectrum of institutional government. I had a fairly sizable contract with the Food and Drug Administration, and we were a subcontractor to a subcontractor to a subcontractor. We actually did the work, delivered the services, but these other subcontractors were paper pushers. That's the way the system works. I'm not telling folks anybody they probably don't already know, but that's the way it works. Anywho, uh, impossible to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. That's what the libs say <laughs> from the ceasefire text line. Anyhow, uh, we got to go right here. It's the top of the hour. We got Stone in Love from Journey bumping us out. The news is up next, and then after that, Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Pam Huso. A week long manhunt is over. Tyler Terry, a suspect in four murders, is under arrest in South Carolina. Deadly gun violence in Chicago. Chicago police say there were 36 shootings over the weekend, 47 people shot, 9 killed between Friday and Sunday. Last weekend, 48 people were shot in Chicago, including a 2-year-old girl. Fox's Jeff Manasso. In-person learning with no remote option. That's the plan in New York City this fall. Every single child will be back in the classroom. Mayor Bill de Blasio. We're going to have plenty of protections in place as we proved even during the toughest months of COVID that we could keep kids and staff safe. As of now, masks will be mandatory. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard to find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. 
This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If lawmakers do decide to reinstate the initiative process, former Representative Mark Baker believes they should include a provision that the entire initiative needs to be published. Then we were in a position of going, well, you know this takes the zoning completely out of the hands of municipalities. And you understand that there are impacts here where the, the Department of Health can't do things, and you understand it. He thinks most voters weren't aware of the details in the medical marijuana proposal. Last week, the House voted in favor of the formation of a commission to investigate the January 6th Capitol uprising. Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson says it's proof that both sides can come together. Clearly, it says that Democrats and Republicans can do good work together on items of importance. The Senate could vote on that legislation this week. I'm Kelly Bennett. There's not a lot that's free in life. I mean, it calls to bring you into this world and when you leave it and everything in between. Well, there is something free and valuable to your well-being and that's for you to call 811 before you dig, pull stumps, erect a mailbox, dig a post, or start a garden. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, visit our website at www.msboc.us. Over 440 Mississippians died from an overdose last year, and the numbers are climbing, especially in college towns like Oxford. In a lot of cases, overdoses can be traced back to fentanyl that's pressed into pills, and the user is usually unaware it's in there. As Dr. Scott Hamilton explains, fentanyl is deadly. It's about 50 times as potent as as heroin, 100 times as potent as morphine, and, and what's really alarming is we're starting to see carfentanil, which is another synthetic opioid, 10,000 times as potent as morphine. They use it as an elephant tranquilizer. If you're in the market for some new furniture, you might find supply is limited. Tommy Miskelly, the namesake of Miskelly Furniture, told Supertalk that a number of different factors are at play. A lot of uh, workers just retire during the pandemic. So they lost a big pool, then labor was short, then supplies were short, and demand just skyrocketed. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. 
Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Do you know what the number one economic driver is in Mississippi? That's right, agriculture. We've got almost 35,000 farmers across 10 million acres sustaining employment for over 17% of the state's workforce. And it brings in over $7 billion for our state economy every year. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm on it. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show with guest host Gerard Gibbert. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. In the studio, Adam Butler, wildlife biologist, Chris Reed, law enforcement, and Ricky Flint, the alligator program coordinator with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for coming in today. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Well, it's a privilege to be in high company with Mr. Flint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of year again. Well, first off, it's Memorial Day coming up this weekend. It is right. It gets here quick. It does every year. I can't. I can't. I felt like Memorial Day walking in from outside. It was a little warm out. It's warm, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it is. It uh, it just changed to hot. It it seems like eons ago since we were snowed in for a week. Oh, don't remind me. I'm not going to complain too much. So that the humidity, it is the air. Yeah, you're right. It's a little hot, but that humidity is still dialed back. Warm, so not tolerable for the you know. I ain't complaining none. Yeah. I agree. And the people this weekend, yeah, it's that. And and we'll be out working it. Um, you know, people will be out taking to the lakes and the rivers and boating, and that's kind of the – that's not the crescendo, but it's it's the uh, – It is inevitable. It's inevitable. coming. Inevitable. you got Memorial Day boating, then July 4th, those are the top two. And between those, it's pretty high activity, high-use high times uh, on the water in our state. This time last year – we weren't doing all that. No. Right? Yeah, we canceled everything. That's what I thought. Yeah, and it caught on in certain a- aspects of life across the world and country. But we have re-implemented boating and water stuff. Yeah, well, going out, you know, because uh, that was it was it was just so odd, and everybody can probably agree to that. But yeah, we had, the public lakes and the boating capacities were restricted, and you know everything was just. A little different this time last year. Yeah, so we're back to normal, and that all of that's been kind of rescinded in the last few months of the the restrictions on on boats and all that. So uh, just make sure you have all your life jackets, your registration, your safety equipment, a designated driver, you know, all that important stuff. Right. Well, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more folks out uh, than even normal than than prior to 2020. 
Yeah, uh, did you see that golf tournament yesterday afternoon? We talked about it earlier. It was, that was crazy. I mean, it's like people are just craving normalcy. So yeah, I mean, the the boating stuff may be just make sure you get your boat out if it you know because if it's been sitting up a year and it didn't get run a whole lot last year, it could have some issues with the motors and the bad gas. So so try to check that out before you go and you try to put in and you maybe run up river a minute and then all of a sudden you go to crank it when you're ready to leave and it doesn't crank yeah and with today's gas if it hasn't yeah. been run in a year it ain't gonna crank period hmm. you'll be sitting at the boat ramp running your battery down so get that checked out before you run out and try to get on the water this weekend hmm. gotcha all right so we got uh lake mary crawford opening back up yeah um <clears throat> you know we had ryan jones in here a couple of weeks ago talking about that but uh the lake is opening wednesday i think i think it's the 29th i believe tell everybody where that is again uh, it's down in the uh in lawrence county near monticello has been closed for two years i believe so wow. i know <clears throat> you know i i, I checked back a- and forth with ryan earlier they had a youth Mm-hmm. Uh, weekend there this past weekend, and he said the kids did really well. A lot of fish caught, you know, great weather. And There's like around 275 youth there that were there taking advantage of that. That's pretty yeah. impressive. It's a good number, and they were yeah. all catching fish, is yeah. what I was told. Yeah, so, you know, basically an unfished water body, you know, since it's been restocked and everything. So I'm sure there will be a lot of people there to enjoy that, you know, over the coming days. But Take advantage if you're down in that part of the world. Yeah, something and look to do for on your opportunity. Extended weekend coming up. Yep. Right. Yep. Got it. Well, uh, all right. So, what about a new exhibit at the uh, Museum of Natural Science? Yes, I believe beginning this weekend, the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science will be having uh, a wild weather exhibit. You know, they're hmm. they're. Uh, whatever you want to call it, pr- pr- main main exhibits, you know, kind of usually stay for, I don't know, about a three- to six-month period usually. So they're starting a new one. Uh, we'll have the museum folks in here, um, not next Monday, because it'll be Memorial Day, but the following to talk about it. But if you're you're wanting to get out and, again, experience a little bit of normalcy and that sort of thing, yeah. this will be a new exhibit that they're rolling in um, starting this weekend. Um, also, uh, fireflies up at Waldoxie State Park, and this is it's something really cool. These are those uh, synchronous fireflies, so they all flash at the same time. You know how they know that? That's a good question. Because <laughs> you see them all turn on at the same time. Oh, uh, you know. I know. <laughs> no, I joke. How do I really know? don't know. How do I the did, bugs know? They, they is the bugs. They is those, uh, but it, it's like bugs. a particular uh, species or whatever. And like they, 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 like up in the Smoky Mountains, like they do big, you know, guided tours and stuff just to go see these. They yeah. did them a couple of years ago. Yeah, but like, we have them here in certain places, and Waldoxie's one of those places. So okay. you, you know, they're they're kind of starting right now. They last for a couple of weeks into May, first part of June. So I mean, it's you don't realize from what I've been told about them, you don't realize how many lightning bugs that are flying around at one given moment until they all light up together. Yeah. So and if you're you looking for something just, interesting to do Memorial Day weekend, it's a little bit different. There you go. Go check those out at Waldoxie. I didn't even know State. that. Did you ever collect fireflies and put them in a jar by I'm your sure bed? Sure, I did. I mean, that's like a you know a great American pastime. Yeah, I think it's a Mississippi kids, pastime. <laughs> oh, I've done it. We still do it yeah. at the house. Try to catch them. Do They'll you? start firing up in the summertime. Yeah, the yeah, kids don't cool. know. And then you, you they know, start you at my house. Got the old highlighters that you okay. can you know. How's the for a while there weren't they uh, a risk population of fireflies weren't they? I really don't know. I mean, I, I'm I, 
I'm assuming there's probably a lot of. I'm not. A, it's probably a bunch cyclical. Of yeah, and there's, they, there's you know, probably a bunch of different species of them too. I'm sure. I'm sure okay. it's not just one. I mean, I know there's at least them. three different varieties yeah, we, of Mississippi. Huh? We think of them as fireflies, but I'm sure if you got a, a you know a bug expert, they would split it out a little more than. Well, that, I know they are not very prevalent in the Delta because I don't. I didn't see a whole lot up there. I think they do a good job of eradicating bugs in that world. But uh, down here, yeah, it's neat to to still watch the kids. It is something. In in our DNA, I think that like my kids are nine and seven, and they'll they'll just take off and start chasing them, yeah. trying to catch them. Not too successful, but it is one of those old pastimes that we have. But here. the ones at Waldoxy, they all blink together, and like I said, that's like Smoky Mountain National Park does a bunch of like guided tours mm-hmm. with this sort of thing, and we're lucky to have them here. So huh. there you go, Check unbelievable. We also have uh, spring squirrel seasons open right now, so. Not that many people participate, and we haven't had a spring squirrel season all that long. I'm going to say six years, seven years, something like that. Um, just a couple weeks long. Yeah, just mm-hmm. primarily people who are you know training squirrel dogs and that sort of thing partake. But it's open until June the first. Gotcha. So yeah. that's what's going on. Is Waldoxy the only place where there's a firefly show? No. Um, I'm, I'm speaking a little bit from memory here, but here in the metro area at the uh, the um, Bill Waller Art yeah. Gallery thing. Yeah. I think back behind there, there, the, the, there's there's some woods in there where the same fireflies can be found. Yeah, do the synchronous stuff. Gotcha. I, I remember reading that in the Clearing Ledger or something like that a few years ago. Gotcha. Is there a particular habitat they look for? I, I mean, I, trees obviously. Trees. But. I think they're more tied to those synchronous ones. I think are more like a like kind of hard upland hardwood forest. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, I had um, a, a gr- big group of fairly mature oak trees right behind my house growing up. It was um, not an inhabited uh, piece of land there mm. that we abutted, and and those were like sixty, eighty foot high mm-hmm. hard, elms too. And man, during the summer at night, it was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It seemed wow. to like that. Yeah. But, and so the way I understand it, there's a the, there's the different varieties, right? And some of those that uh, emerge right at dusk, at ground level, are a totally different species than those that you see later on the evening up in the trees. And there may be multiple varieties of those in the trees. I'm not going to dispute you, Ricky Flint. Yeah. You're, you're getting out of my realm of expertise here. There you my, go. My expertise ended sometime in middle <laughs> middle school when I grew outgrew. The, they are cool. The they are cool. I collecting. They're they are oh, no. they are neat. Uh, Summertime like rite of passage. Yeah, agree. All right, so uh, we got the big weekend coming up, uh, Memorial Day. What advice, other than uh, make sure your boat's got gas in it, right. Chris? What other stuff do people need to be on the lookout for? Check here? your registration. Um, any vessel that is, you know, under uh, horsepower or any type of motor has to be registered. Make sure it's not expired. Uh, life jackets for every person on board, and they need to be wearable, and they need to be in good condition. Um, and uh, boats that are over 16 feet in length need to have some type of square throwable boat. Uh, well, a flotation Coast Guard flotation yeah. device, or the gotcha. old Gilligan ring, and um, life um, fire extinguishers. Uh, you know, just gotcha. if you're going to partake, pay attention in, to the capacity of your vessel. Don't yep. overload it. Yep. All right. All right. We're going to take a break right here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. When we come back, Mr. Ricky Flint's going to talk to us about alligators. Stay with us.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 67. Your Tuesday, sunny conditions, high near 91. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Nothing says I love you like diamonds. And after the year we've all had, we're pulling the ones we love even closer, aren't we? Holding them a bit tighter. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. And helping you tell her how amazing she really is, how you couldn't live without her, that's our passion. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer, with 10 times the diamonds you'll see in average jewelry stores. And the largest inventory of gorgeous diamond jewelry in the state, from engagement rings and wedding bands, to diamond pendants and tennis bracelets, to our legendary diamond stud earrings. We have the perfect anniversary, birthday or graduation gift for her, at the guaranteed best prices in the state. But maybe the best reason of all is just because because you get to wake up next to her every day and that makes you the lucky one come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now juniker jewelry company mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and junikerjewelry.com are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy if so then you are ready for an x mark this is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Xmark pricing and special Xmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Xmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Xmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Xmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents Doug. And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is Things You Climb. All right, Limu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 
back here on Mississippi Outdoors of Radio. So now, Mr. Flint, is it alligator season or not? It is not alligator season, but right. it is time to get prepared for it if you're interested. Okay. What do you need to do to get going? So, uh, alligator season this year will uh, start out at 12 noon on August 27th. It'll go for 10 days through 12 noon, September 6th. If you're interested in partaking, partaking in the alligator hunting season and you want to get a permit to go do that, you need to get prepared now because there is an application process that will begin starting at 10 a.m. June 1st, and it'll last for a week through 10 a.m. June the 8th. It is an electronic process, very simple. You'll go to our website. Very first thing that's going to pop up after 10 a.m. June is a link to uh, start that application process. Um, it's free, but there is a $2.34 processing fee uh, for the application. And uh, you'll simply go to that website, do that. Um, you need to be a resident of Mississippi, at least 16 years of age, to be eligible to apply. Uh, we also make it eligible for non-residents if you have one of our lifetime license. Uh, if you're a lifetime license holder, then you can also do that. Uh, last year, we had over 5,500 applications submitted uh, for the 2020 app, uh, permit season. And um, like I say, we'll do this for a week. Um, on June the 12th, excuse me, June the 14th, at 12 noon, the first drawing will take place and we will draw uh, the allocated number of applicants or, or permits from each of the seven alligator hunting zones. There are seven alligator hunting zones that are statewide um, across the state. Uh, they're basically divided uh, by boundaries of things like interstates, highways, and state, state lines. And most of those uh, hunting zones encompass a major ro uh, river system of some sort and all of its tributaries, and it works out very convenient. And so that first drawing takes place on June 14th. Those winners will be notified by email. Uh, and an email is required when you make applications. So uh, be sure that you submit your application with an email that you're familiar with, someone, one that you're going to check. Uh, and go back to on June 14th. When the winners uh, receive that email, there will be a link on in the email that they will click on. They will send them straight to the permit purchasing process. They're going to have uh, 48 hours, basically, uh, to, to purchase that permit. And at the end of that deadline, it will close. And we will then assess uh, those number of permits that have been sold, any uh, permits that are left available, We'll have a second drawing that takes place on June 22nd, um, and that email also will go out at 12 noon. And those folks will have basically 48 hours to permit to purchase their permit as well. So, why do we have an alligator season? Is there something that's, um, I, I guess, that's purposed in thinning out the population, or is it just for sport, for hunting, or a little combination, or? Well, it really goes back to going to the Endangered Species Act. Uh, when alligators were pulling endangered species list back in 1987, yeah. uh, later taken off, excuse me, they were put on the endangered species list in 1967, taken yeah. off the list in 1987. Uh, 
they are still afforded some federal protection. All of the management has been uh, given from the feds over to the state wildlife agencies. Um, because there is still a requirement for 100% uh, reporting of alligators being harvested because they are a CITES-regulated species. CITES stands for the Convention of International Trade of Endangered Species. Uh, they are one of those species that can show up at international ports for trade. And because of their similarity of appearance to mm. other endangered crocodiles throughout the world, they must be identified as to exactly what mm. species they are and what country they came from. Hmm. So for that reason, all the states must uh, obtain 100% reporting of all the alligators that are harvested in the event that they wind up in uh, commercial trade. So uh, that being the case, we do a uh, special permitted drawing to allow those permitted hunters to be involved. And through that permit process, we have this communication now where we work through the emails. We have 100% reporting every hunter must submit a online alligator harvest report and then we give them the necessary documentation that they need to be able to retain that alligator so that's kind of where it all comes from i have a message here for you this is uh from douglas from macomb not sure if you know him he says tell mr flint he's doing a good job gator hunting okay thanks douglas <laughs> there you go uh Look, we've got a lot of people out there in the state of Mississippi that are interested in alligator hunting, and it has become very popular. Uh, this started in 2005 as a very, very limited opportunity just here on a 13-mile stretch of waterway here on the Pearl River just above Ross Barnett Reservoir. It has grown tremendously. Um, even back in 2005, we, we had the uh, mindset that at some point we were going to be able to provide a statewide alligator hunting opportunity. We just kind of put the hamster in the cage and we ran things for a number of years. We tweaked along as we went, all the while expanding those opportunities until we began basically our first statewide alligator hunting season in 2013, which was basically three quarters of the state, and then 2014 went completely statewide. Um, and so having done that, um, we continue to monitor alligator populations. We want to make sure, number one, that we're not uh, causing any problems. We're not going to revert back to the same type of problems we had back before the endangered species situation. And um, are we threatening the alligator population at the harvest levels that we're at now? Absolutely not. Uh, but we also don't have the intention of getting even close. Uh, but we do know and we, as we knew back before 2005, we've got enough alligators out here that we can allow some limited alligator harvest, uh, provide some recreational hunting opportunities to the people of Mississippi. And it has become very popular. Um, just last year, we had over 5,500 applications. And um, you can tell by the number of people that are out there hunting uh, that it is very popular. And some of these people are as... Um, involved and uh, passionate about alligator hunting as the most serious deer hunter or the most serious turkey mm. hunter. 
Hmm. And so um, it's something that they look forward to. It's something they schedule their vacation time around. And it, and it, can, and it can become a family event. Uh, it is very much a social event. It's not something where you've got to be uh, smelling just right, like when you're deer hunting. It doesn't matter really how you smell. Hmm. Um, you can make some noise compared to uh, turkey hunting. You can move around a little bit, but uh, we we do know that it's uh, it's a very unique situation, and uh, it can be uh, tremendously dangerous. Uh, more from the standpoint of being out on the waterways, navigating in boats at night on waterways, uh, often with a lot of gear and uh, equipment and on board, usually three to four people in a boat, and so that alone presents a dangerous situation way more over than just trying to catch and handle an alligator. Hmm. What Did we do something, I remember 1967, where there was a lot of focus, I think, on endangered species, and I'm not sure when the act, there was an act passed at the federal level, I want to say. 1967. Okay. Yep. Well, I remember that as a child, mm-hmm. and alligators were one of the animals that were discussed regularly as far as being endangered. What did we do exactly to... I guess see such an incredible return of the numbers of alligators. Well, leading up to the endangered species listing of alligators, alligators traditionally have been a very uh, high commodity product. Uh, Their hides are very important in the commercial trade, uh, and because of that there was a lot of illegal harvest. The Endangered Species Act basically made it illegal for anyone to harvest an alligator anywhere in the country, all in one given point. Uh, That protected the alligators for over 20 years, allowing them to rebound. Well, I think it's great. It's cool that they're they're back, and so many other species as well. And uh, we'll talk about it when we come back, but they're a pretty critical part of the overall ecology. Absolutely. Are they not? All right. We'll take a break right here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. We'll be right back. Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, 
Helium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If lawmakers do decide to reinstate the initiative process, former Representative Mark Baker believes they should include a provision that the entire initiative needs to be published. Then we were in a position of going, well, you know this takes the zoning completely out of the hands of municipalities. You understand that there are impacts here where the, the Department of Health can't do things, and you understand that. He thinks most voters weren't aware of the details in the medical marijuana proposal. Last week, the House voted in favor of the formation of a commission to investigate the January 6th Capitol uprising. Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson says it's proof that both sides can come together. Clearly, it says that Democrats and Republicans can do good work together on items of importance. The Senate could vote on that legislation this week. I'm Kelly Bennett. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your neighborhood Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey. On the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack, you can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course tires, just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers supports Mississippi outdoors, and of course, we go the distance for you. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9, Super Talk Mississippi. 
No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. everyone mississippi outdoors radio each week on the program we feature one of mississippi's state parks this week it's legion state park it's located in lewisville mississippi legion state park was the fourth park to be developed by the civilian conservation corps or the ccc and remains as unspoiled today as when the choctaw indian nation first inhabited the area centuries ago the park has two lakes with a total of 16 acres of water. The larger 12-acre lake, Lake Atapasha, has excellent catfish, bass, crappie, and brim fishing. Legion offers 15 RV campsites and six cabins. They have nature trails, fishing, and picnicking. The Legion Lodge will accommodate up to 75 people for meetings or banquets. You can make a reservation by visiting our website at www.mdw fp.com or calling 1-800-467-2757 or you can call the park direct at 662-773-8323. Don't forget you can purchase an annual park permit for $50 and that gives you access to all the state parks for a year. That's Legion State Park. It's on Legion State Park Road in Louisville, Mississippi and Tim Flake is the manager. All right, so we had a question here. Um, let's see if I can find it. Ricky, uh, this is from Light Well and Supply. He says, uh, wants to know about, does Mississippi have a gator harvest program? We talked about that. The egg harvest? Yeah. That, yeah. 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 So, no, we don't, we don't permit the removal of eggs uh, from private land or on public waters. Um, he's probably familiar uh, with the program that is conducted by the state of Louisiana. Uh, the state of Louisiana has a tremendous alligator program uh, that deals specifically with private lands, and it is basically a put-and-take program where landowners can apply for their property, be given permits to take eggs, and they can then uh, sell them to the alligator farm facilities. Uh, in return, uh, a think now it's probably about 14% of those viable eggs that hatch must be returned back to the wild at the property from which they came. Right. Uh, so it, it is a huge program. It, it helps bolster the uh, alligator ranching um, commodities, uh, and, and that alone uh, has helped the alligator um, status in the country in that by having a highly regulated commercial 
alligator farming business uh, or program such as what is in Louisiana particularly, um, that's taken a lot of the pressure off of the wild alligators out there as far as poaching is as people might call it. Um, when you talked about the alligators being put on the endangered species list in 1967, that was the problem. The, the, the value of the alligator hide was so much that people were uh, harvesting alligators year-round, uh, poaching them, um, putting them into the market to try and get some money for them. Uh, when all these Endangered Species Acts came about and states began to uh, enact alligator programs and alligator regulations, specifically dealing with each state, uh, that helped the alligator population rebound. And during this time, Louisiana and uh, Florida in particular were creating these huge uh, commercial markets uh, to commercially raise alligators on a farm. and now those farm-raised alligators are what are harvested uh, for the commercial uh, business, and that has taken a lot of the pressure off wild alligators. Now, still, there are still wild alligator hides that are being used in the in the commercial market, but not near to the extent that they once were. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So that was uh, I said I think I said that light well of supplies. One of our our. Um, our listeners there. So this is from Rusty from Greenville. I have to be honest here. I don't understand the logic of encouraging the return of an apex water predator in waters that people recreate recreate in just for hunting. Read that again. I think he's basically having uh, some consternation here about hunting for alligators and allowing hunting for alligators. But I think you you addressed that. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, um, alligators basically have no predators to control their population other than man and uh, other alligators. Once they become about four feet long, that's it. It's man and other alligators. Um, And so the populations, uh, as we saw and continue to see, will continue to expand. We actually have alligators now in more places in Mississippi than we had a hundred years ago uh, because of the rebound of the population. But uh, through regulated permitting, uh, through an education process, which is uh, traditionally has been required of every permit holder, they had to go through a, a, a training class that we provide, which is by, by uh, coincidence is now uh, provided online uh, that people can go to our website and watch now 24 hours a day uh, and get educated about how to hunt alligators. Um, So we provide this opportunity for folks, and it is a very safe uh, hunting environment. Um, We don't have enough time for me to go in and and try to explain the whole alligator hunting process, but uh, the question, you know, I understand it. Uh, If you've watched a lot of television, you probably have a very convoluted concept about what alligators are and how dangerous they are. They are not the man-eating predators uh, that, uh, that Hollywood and the media has portrayed them to be. Yeah. So I, I know we touched on it just a minute before we went to the break, but they, they do have a place in the overall ecosystem as well, uh, do alligators. And I think we actually had a question on that. This is from Jerry in Waynesboro. What do they contribute to the environment? 
What's their place in there? Well, we like to think that every species of wildlife that is out there uh, is here for a very unique reason. It has a place in the ecosystem. Um, even mosquitoes have a place in the ecosystem. Do they bother us? Absolutely. Right. Uh, are they a pest? Absolutely. Um, but uh, where alligators exist, they do um, they do create habitats that some species of other wildlife depend on. Um, we know that alligator nests, once they're abandoned, are utilized by certain species of turtles. They seek out old alligator nests to actually lay their eggs. Uh, in the coastal marsh areas, there are certain species of fish and amphibians and things like this that all utilize areas that are manipulated by alligators. So uh, they also are, like someone said, they're apex predator. They, they prey upon live and dead uh, animals. Um, they are part of that system. So they have a place. And it's, it's, it's our job to protect all wildlife and make sure that they're all protected in some form or fashion. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just can't imagine just with my very rudimentary understanding of nature in general that there's any species of any animal that doesn't have some place in, right. in that ecosystem. And, and where – a place that has become very uh, common for state agencies, wildlife biologists alike, uh, to have to deal with more so are the displacement of wildlife into new areas where they did not previously exist, uh, such as the nutria uh, that is very common in Mississippi. It's very common across the southeast. That's a southeast South American rodent that was brought into the United States back in the 1930s. Uh, they were brought here uh, to f- to bolster the the fur industry. Uh, back in those days, they were in a very uh, contained farm near uh, Avery Island, Louisiana. A hurricane came through that year, destroyed the facility, and the nutria uh, were released into the wild. Since that time, the 1930s, we now experience having nutria all across this country, uh, and they have wreaked havoc on native habitats where they exist. Uh, It's a multi-million dollar program in the state of Louisiana and other states to try and eradicate nutria where they exist because of their impact on our native wildlife. And so, you know, you can take an animal from one place, release it somewhere else. It may be able to survive there. It may be able to propagate, but the impacts that it has on our native wildlife can be astronomical. I got it. When we come back, I want to ask you about whether or not people should be frightened of alligators and hear what you have to say about that, Ricky. We'll be right back here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Stay with us.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to dial 911 at the onset of symptoms of a heart attack or stroke. The moment paramedics arrive, life-saving care begins. It's important to remember the first thing paramedics do is to take the time to stabilize the patient. Vital information is relayed to the appropriate hospital so that heart attack or stroke teams will be ready when the patient arrives. Every second counts. Dial 911. Don't drive. Let them come to you. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. savings, more selection, more affordable payments, and more for your trade. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross in stock right now. And come check out the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. Because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you top dollar for your old vehicle even if you don't buy a new one from us. So if you want more savings, more selection, more affordable payments, and more for your trade, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. everyone uh, mississippi outdoors radio here super top mississippi all right ricky what should humans think about uh, alligators should they come up on one are they um are they aggressive will they come after you i, I keep thinking about them dang cotton mouse i've been seeing by the way uh, adam out at the golf course saw another one this weekend and i generally try to stay away from those dudes they'll come after you cotton mouse will what about alligators they won't come after you. Uh, alligators have a natural fear of people and human activity. Um, where we begin to see problems are where, one, where people have a tendency to want to throw food out for alligators. Um, people have this attraction with wildlife. We put bird feeders out in our backyards to attract birds. Um, Hunting clubs put out feeders to attract deer and turkey to bring them in closer to watch them and, and do things like that. And people do the same thing with alligators. They, they, they want to see the alligator up closer, so we start throwing food out there to them. And uh, over time, those alligators begin to associate uh, that activity of food uh, and human activity, and they correlate that to a source of food, yeah. a handout. And that can become a very dangerous situation, particularly to the person who comes to the area and ab- knows absolutely nothing about there being an alligator there, much less that uh, someone's been feeding it. And uh, the alligators can then uh, approach people expecting that handout, and then um, that can become very dangerous. Also, you know, in areas of high recreation, um, particularly places like here around the Ross Barnett Reservoir and the Pearl River, um, tens of thousands of hours spent recreating on the waterways. And I think one of your listeners uh, text in uh, a message, you know, about you know the concerns about apex predators in areas where people recreate. The, the uh, history has shown us that alligators in Mississippi are not dangerous. Um, we've never documented an alligator attack on people, mm. uh, on a human in the state of Mississippi. Um, there have been a number of accidents, uh, but those always involve people who were trying to handle the alligators themselves uh, and got hurt. Um, now, is that a problem in other states, particularly like Florida? Yes, absolutely. They've had a number of fatalities uh, going way back in history. Uh, but Al- uh, the state of Florida also has, uh, for lack of a better word, boo coodles more alligators than we have in Mississippi. They also have boo coodles of more people. Uh, tremendous amounts of habitat available 
uh, for alligators. And as you know, uh, developers like to develop homes and businesses around the water. And where the water is in Florida, the alligators exist as well. And uh, it's just a recipe for disaster in some cases. You just can't uh, manage it as well. Uh, we we do a we try to do a good job of uh, receiving phone calls and and uh, hints from the public about people that may be out feeding alligators, and we do enforce that. It is illegal to feed an alligator in the state of Mississippi for obvious reasons, and we will enforce that. We had one listener says, "This is what I wait for every year. Can't wait. I'd rather do this than deer hunt." Yep. Cool. Rusty from Greenville, by the way, he did clarify about uh, in, encouraging the return of the alligators into the water. So he said, my point was that mixing alligators in the same waters people swim and fish in seems like a disaster waiting to happen. So why do it? But yeah, so you know we're not we're not taking alligators and and returning them to these areas of high recreation. Uh, we do respond to hundreds of nuisance alligator complaint calls every year in the state. Yeah. Uh, particularly on the Gulf Coast uh, is probably the highest uh, density of alligator complaint calls. And then right here around the Jackson area uh, associated with the Pearl River, Ross yeah. Point Reservoir. But again, it's, it's about alligator populations that already existed. And we are uh, developing a metropolis around the habitat where alligators already exist before us people right before there were people <laughs> and so uh, you know it we do the best we can to to manage that and we remove all those alligators uh, the vast majority of them are not even relocated yeah. we euthanize them uh, hmm. before really uh, but if they are if you are if they're creating a problem uh, for our uh, officers and our agent trappers for their own safety if he's over six feet long we traditionally do not relocate them Wow all right, Adam, what's coming up on TV this week? Uh, Mississippi Outdoors Television. Uh, this week there will be a, uh archery hunt for deer at Cane Mount Wildlife Management Area down gotcha. near, near Port Gibson. Where? And then uh, Amberjack and Red Snapper Fishing off the coast. So Mississippi Outdoors TV, Thursday nights at 7.30 on MPB, and then again Saturday at 5.30. Sounds very cool. That's a wrap here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Rhino and I will be in the studio with you tomorrow. Stay safe, everyone, and God bless. Talk Mississippi Media Production.